Welcome to the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Ryan, the Commish, and Andy, the Waz. We're going to break it down. We're going to get into everyone's quest for the Duchess and everyone's fear of the Casper. So let's get into it and let's get it kicking. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. I'm the Commish. And I'm the Waz. All right, so welcome back. This is year two of the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast. What year are is the actual league in? I think it's year five, right? I think it's year six. Six. So let's see. Let's go through the winners. We've had Benson. Benson. We've had yours truly. Oh, boy. Um, we've had year three was Pat. Don't know how that happened. Year four was Nick. Year five was Sam. Don't know how the fuck that happened. We'll Actually, get into that. His name was Derek Henry. Um, so yeah, we're going into year six. New league member, Nicholas Glass. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Um, so being the first podcast of the year, we want to we wanna take a look back at last year and uh, kind of... Reminisce. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to take a storyboard of uh, how Sam came to his victory. So... Here we go. Sam. We got Sam here. What are, let's read through his finishes. Okay. Year one. Ninth. Year two. Ninth. Year three. Oh, fourth. Wow. Year four. Uh, year four was ninth. Ninth. Okay. Yes, so, ninth. So I heard a lot of nines there. Yes. Okay. So what do we think about that? You know, I would compare him to kind of the Hugh Jackson of the league. Um, he's just so bad, but yet somehow he's still a coach. I think he likes the comfort of the back of the bus. Yeah. Sam likes to just be in last. Also concerning playoffs, how pissed will everyone be when Sam Richards makes the playoffs this year? It won't happen. No one will be mad. Next question. Moving on down to Sam. Sam, congrats on drafting Melvin Gordon, Demarius Thomas, and Aaron Rodgers at the correct value. But I just want to say thanks for throwing all other common sense out the window with the rest of your team. So I had Sam Richards next. So wah, wah, wah. Sam's team name is going to be Rock Bottom, a place Sam is oh so familiar with. Whether it be another bottle of whiskey, the standings, or his latest romantic interest, Sam is an expert at being at the bottom of it all. I for one look forward to seeing how Sam will next be a bottom dweller in his life to come. Yeah, Sam claims. Okay. We didn't fully answer his question last week, so I'm going to re-ask it. Okay. How pissed will the rest of the league be when, when, when Sam makes playoffs? Okay, so and I believe your response was, we won't. Or he won't. He won't make it. Next question. Was exactly. It was the response. So, you know, Sam, maybe he just said it too fast. What Ryan really meant was that you're not going to make playoffs, so we don't have to worry about being pissed at you. I remember asking a question at the beginning of the season. Uh, do you remember what the question was? Uh, I think it was something along the lines of how mad would people be if you made playoffs. Yeah, and I, uh, the, the answer that, from what I understood was, he won't. So we don't have to worry about it, but, you know, I'm 3-0, I'm and all, and best, best record in the league, and nobody else is 3-0, and all, so, you know. Uh, he plays Alex this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're 3 now. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. Thanks for yeah, understanding. I, I I was worried I would have to explain that one, but yes, yes, I do have a bye this week. It counts as a win, which is kind of nice. 
Yeah, it but, is nice uh, that, yeah. that bye weeks count as wins. That's that's a great thing. So we're obviously talking about Sam and Alex. No one is implying that Alex had a good week. Alex only put up 83.7. Sam just truly, truly got back to what I would call his midseason form. He's only putting up 72.4. That's abysmal. What do you think is more spectacular to watch this year? Pat's downfall or Sam's downfall? I think it's going to be Pat's because Sam, we already know. We've, we're already seeing it coming. We still have the anticipation of Pat. It's still out there. Between Sam and Joe, this is kind of my I don't give a shit uh, matchup of the week. Um, part of it is I'm in the other conference, but I also really don't give a shit uh, because, to be honest, I don't think Sam's going to be relevant. Uh, Sam put up 141. And Joe put up Can I just cut in here? Because this is all great news for everybody in the league. Sam has now put up his, uh, was this fourth game of the year? Over 100 points? Um, that's it. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, thank you, Joe, for taking the brunt of this. Uh, we now have the rest of the year for Sam to put up less than 100 points. This is reasons to be excited, people. See, I, I, I feel like it's a new year, it's a new Sam. That was my team name to start, but I feel like the true new year, new me is Sam Richards. Sam would normally be next to You know, I really think that Sam would have a, a better playoff chance if he traded for Peyton Barber. If he had Peyton Barber Barber on his team, then I really think that he would have Instead of Derrick Henry, that would be Peyton Barber would be a very good addition over Derrick Henry. Just this wild. is by far the craziest playoffs. One because Sam's in the finals. Who saw that coming? So, yeah, I don't know how the fuck Sam ended up pulling it off. He truly hit midseason form. That's accurate. Uh, that happened. And then uh, Derrick Henry and Amari Cooper happened, which knocked me out, and I would have beat him the second and the final round of playoffs. But, you know, that's not how fantasy works. So Your your ass is not chapped whatsoever. Not at all. Also, how about that coin toss? Uh, more like the fumble. Yeah, so... That wasn't Nick a Glass. fumble. Nick Glass, you don't know, and it's just fun to reminisce um, for everyone else. So Ezekiel Elliott had, do you remember exactly what actually happened in the game? Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, they were by the goal line, and he got the uh, handoff, and it was something along the lines of where he kind of tripped and uh, fumbled it, I guess, and then everybody thought it was a fumble, but then like more on throughout the week I think somebody looked and realized that it wasn't actually his fumble it was like a fumble on I think I, I think it was it wasn't somebody else's fumble but they ruled it a uh did you have Zeke or did Baby Bird have Zeke Baby Bird had Zeke okay so um you two were tied uh-huh. and Zeke well it there was ruled a fumble in the game yes but it was a, actually it was on fourth down. Right. And so they took away the fumble and just called it turnover on downs. Right. So they gave him two extra points. So then Baby right. Bird, after the coin toss that Andy won, right. they gave Zeke two points, which stat corrections never actually happen. That impact a game. That impact a game. And Baby Bird ended up in the finals. Didn't matter because Aaron Rodgers dropped, was it a 50 burger? Or 40. 40, 40 burger? A 40 burger. Yeah. So that was a, like the first... 
first real Aaron Rodgers showing of the year 2018 anyways nick glass welcome uh we'll get to you in a sec sam i just i just want to take one moment here a lot of that little uh, snippet that we all just heard was me and so i would like to take this moment to apologize for absolutely nothing all of those takes were accurate every single one of them nailed nailed them all sam your team was garbage all year long and you got lucky as fuck in the playoffs i don't know i don't know who you paid I don't know who you sucked off. I don't know how much worshiping you did to the Duchess, but props, your playoff run was unbelievable. Legendary. But please run your team as you always do, because then you'll be right back at the bottom. Right where we want Probably you. Probably around ninth. Rock bottom. Alex will be 10th. We're starting Alex smashing early. All right. Do we want to uh, get to our second segment here of the, of the first uh, podcast? Before we do... Um, well, it's the second segment, but uh, surprise one for you. We're going to get into a studment, uh, segment that I call studs, duds, and could-ofs. So let's look back at last year. Which teams were the studs? Which Ooh. teams were the duds? And which teams were the, oh, man, I could have. Oh, man. Just I, off memory. We do not have anything prep for this. For this. Right. I got to be honest. The I think the, the easiest one. Um, perhaps is 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 Alex with the dud. The dud. Yeah. The dud has Alex's to be Alex. Team was a no. Actually, you know who was a bigger dud than Alex? Nick. Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. was a bigger dud than. But Alex. somehow didn't come out the Casper. No, so props ninth, to you. Though. Yeah. Ouch. Um, I think the could have is also relatively easy. Joe Jordan. Yes. Yes. Easily. He, he could have drafted his own team. Yeah, he could have drafted Todd Gurley yep. instead of Le'Veon Bell auto-drafted. Yep. And instead he didn't, and now he's off having a baby instead of going for a title. So Rip. Yeah, rip. Um, and then the stud. This is tricky because I, that, the stud definitely wasn't honestly, Sam. Honestly, I, I think there's four contenders. I think me and you, Baby, baby Bird. Bird, and Benson. I think it has to go to Baby Bird. Mm. He finished as the top one in our conference. Yeah. And then made it to the championship. All right, I'll give it to. I'll give it. To, this is the one time of the year that we will be nice to Baby Bird and call him the stud. Yeah, because after this, it's all going to a pile of shit for you. You know that. Yeah, there's no way you get a third year straight of a free RB one. Well, we'll no. see. No, unless you know what you know. This is total. You know, going off the rails here. But what could happen, which would be kind of funny. Baby Bird late round in the draft takes Kareem Hunt. <laughs> Second half of the year, Kareem Hunt comes back, plays for the Browns, goes on a tear. Same guy that won, or didn't win him because Baby Bird will never win one. But Got him to the championship in year championship. one. Also, I want to say, if Baby Bird does win this year, we just had our first clip for the uh, Baby Bird version, what we just did to Sam. Yeah, there it is right now. There it is. Heard Mark it here it. first. All right. Now, what we really came here to do, it's the second annual mock draft. So we did this last year. Uh, we went through uh, the first, I don't know, I think two rounds. We don't have uh, time and or the energy to uh, do all three or four or five, six rounds. So We, we might. We'll, we'll see where we're at after two. We might bump it into a third round. So, you know, we're taking current ADP-ish type rankings of, of where we're at for standard leagues and and we got the draft order so it's going to be sam baby bird myself patrick prouty ryan warson benson kyle wellman 
uh, the ghost, Alex Petrowski, Nick Kremko, and Nick Glass. You inherited J- Joe Jordan's final draft spot. Uh, I will say Nick Glass. Um, shit, there's two Nicks now. That's I know. Confusing. We got to call him Glass. We got to call him Glass, man. Um, just going to throw a wrench. Fucking Cadet Glass. He's still <laughs> in my phone. Is that uh, he was ROTC the first couple years of college until uh, the Obamer. Uh, went and cut the Air Force's budget, and that made Nick not get a scholarship. And he very salty um, dropped out of ROTC. So fucking Cadet Glass, and then Nick, aka Mr. President. And that's how we will now address you in this podcast. Forevermore. All right. So off the cuff, we're starting the draft. Sam Richards is on the clock. Right. There's, I know, in. The past three years, in the first round, he has taken one player and one player alone. Right, but that player right now has a uh, bit of a contract holdout situation, similar to Little Lev Bell. Bell. Yep. Little Love Bell. I will say this. By the time we draft, which is roughly 20 days from when we're recording this podcast tentatively, if Melvin Gordon has, solid- has either shown up or been traded to a new team, and he's in a good scenario, Sam Richards will take Melvin Gordon with the first overall pick. But since we're doing this mock draft right now, with the uh, uncertainty, who's he taking? I think he's, because a uh, little dynasty reference here, oh, side note, uh, throughout this season, we will be doing small segments on each podcast referencing the dynasty uh, version of this league. Yep, since now, I think not oh. everyone in this league is in dynasty, but everyone in dynasty is also in this league now. Right. So it'll be a small segment, but the main league, the one that we still give a shit about is the Houghton connection fantasy football. league. Correct. The dynasty league is called death fantasy football and taxes because those are the only three things in life that are certain. Correct. So with that being said, my point of the whole thing was Sam Richards drafted Saquon Barkley number the first one overall pick in dynasty. So I have to imagine he's going to do the same thing. Yeah. He's a creature of habit. That Sam can't teach an old dog new tricks. Can't teach an old dog to date new girls either. No. <laughs> With the second pick <laughs> is baby bird. And I think he, uh, he's hungry. He wants to chow down some soup. See, this one's also going to be interesting. Because all offseason, Baby Bird has said Ding. nothing, nothing, Ding. but how much he wants to draft Ezekiel Elliott at number two. But, oh, I've always heard him say Bell. Well, that's just in the passing weeks when Bell's oh. been talking up I've his always, Instagram. Yeah, I've always heard Baby Bird say Bell. There's, you'll also hear this first. There's a 0.00 repeating percent chance that Baby Bird takes Love Bell. I think I, my vote is that he takes Barkley here. Or, sorry, Zeke. I think so too. I I think it's confident enough in the situation. Zeke's gonna lose too much to to hold out the whole season. So Baby Bird's gonna bet on that and bet on the upside and go with Zeke. All right. So now you are on the clock, and since you're taking your own pick, and this is a mock draft, I think I have to make your pick for you. That's the rules. Okay. Well, it can't just be a pile of shit. Yeah, I think you're gonna take uh, Nick Folk. <laughs> no. Um, I think you're gonna take your twin. Bears defense. Your twin, Christian McCaffrey. That is true. Baby Bird uh, pointed this out uh, to me, and I never really looked at it before. But Christian McCaffrey and I are basically twins. Um, if you just squint they really both got hard, pipes. If you squint really hard when looking at a picture of me, you basically see Christian yeah, McCaffrey. So I don't know how many of them know this, but we're gonna well during draft story time at my bachelor party. We were at a karaoke bar, 
some 40-something-year-old man came up to Andy and started groping his arms and saying, Bruh, you got pipes. You got pipes, man. This is 2.30 in the morning. This is 2.30 in the morning. It was 1.30. 1.30? Yeah. And then this man's wife came up to Andy and said, My husband really wants to arm wrestle you. And arm wrestle they did. And the was was victorious. Per, as you yeah, might expect. As you would expect. That would be horrible if I lost to a four-year-old. So ever since then, we've been talking about his pipes. Christian McCaffrey also has pipes. I'm pretty sure I'm locked and loaded now into picking CMC. I think so. The White Thunder. I think so. The White Mamba. All right. Moving on to number four, Patrick Pat Prouty. Prouty. All right. So he's uh, a ranking slave. He is so a ranking slave. who's the slave. next ranking person on the board? Probably it AK? Is, it is AK. Yeah. It is Super Mario. Yep. All right, off the board. Me, I think similarly to how I took for you, you talk for me. Yep. So as we all know, Ryan is not a ranking slave, but a running back slave. Nick Folk. So uh, we can be a hundred percent certain that he is not going to take a wide receiver with the fifth overall pick, um, and we can also be for certain that he probably doesn't trust Le'Veon Bell heading into the Jets situation. <laughs> So I'm going to bet that he's going to take DJ. Now, for those of you listening, mainly Nick Kremko. Nick Kremko. Garbage. Garbage. Now, Nick had a very bad experience with David Johnson last year. Picking You're a him, monster. Picking him very early in the draft. Now, one could ask, what is the difference between this year and next, or this year and last year? Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, I was just going to say that David Johnson isn't going to be owned by Nick Kremko, so he's probably going to do something. That's true. My players are – see, I lead by example. Nick tries to lead by fear. So players, they like to play for me more than they like to play for him. Moving on to Benson. DJ off the board. So I think Benson also really favors the running back, but he loves DeAndre Hopkins. He does have a hard... He's had him for like two or three years. Uh, he's had him... I don't know if they're all consecutive, but he's had him multiple years. Multiple times. But I think without his house behind him, Nick Glass, who used to be a part of that house, we reference it a lot. But Basically without, won him his, his first championship. Yeah, without that house behind him, I think he's going to just see a running back that's was good at least. I don't know how he'll do, but I think we're about to go ding. And Lev Bell is off the board. Kyle Wellman is on the clock. Kyle Wellman, last year, he was... Is it too early for Tom Brady? <laughs> it is too early for oh. Tom Brady. Kirk Cousins would be the next one off oh. the board after Tom Brady, too. So True. Um, so, moving back to last year, I believe he selected the first wide receiver in the draft, A.B. Which yeah. what, other, what other running backs could go here? Well, the next running backs on the board, as far as ADP is concerned, is... Well, it depends. If you're talking Alex Petrowski, then Derrick Henry's at the top of the list. True. But... You know, per no, Alex is a James Conner. No. Well, he gets a stubby for James. Right, right. So do we think Kyle will snipe James Conner? Kyle also has never been afraid of injury risk, so he could go girly. I could see him also. Kyle every there. year I feel like half of his team gets hurt. Yes. He doesn't he doesn't care about injury risk and he doesn't care about handcuffs, so And or Gronk retiring. That's true. So I feel like we have not come we've We've skated around if anything, we've we've gotten further away from an answer than when we started. Yeah, so right. So corral this back in. On three, we're both gonna say player. Three, two, one. Nick Fultz. Oh yeah, yeah. Hopkins sounds good. Okay, moving on. Alex Petrowski, James Conner, without a doubt. He's yep. got a hard on from last year. Locked and loaded, JC. 
Nick Kremko. Back up to that pick. One more thing I want to say. What Alex doesn't fully understand is drafting James Conner with your first pick in the draft does not get you the same return on investment as picking him up off the waiver wire after the draft. But still a good pick. And we're moving on to the one and only Mr. President. So this is tough. This is tough. Nick loves an early running back. He does, he does love the early but running there's, backs. Right here, there's just a lot of wide receiver talent and not a lot of running back talent. So this is the question, though. Because there is a lot of wide receiver talent and Nick, there's only two picks between Nick, Nick's first or this this first round pick and uh, next round pick. Does he pick a running back first? The problem is, I just I, I don't see a running back that's worth picking for in the first round. Yeah. Um, so what running backs are left on the board right now? You got Gurley. Mixon. Mixon. Gordon. Gordon. So that, I guess that's true. That's Again, if um, the Gordon situation is cleared up by here, uh, by, by the actual draft, I think it's locked and loaded Melvin Gordon. Well, he's already off the board because Sam took him at one overall. But let's assume it was during the draft that it sure. got locked up. Saquon's already been picked because sure. that will just fuck up everything. Sure. But this is this is where I think it's, it's probably either a wide receiver or it's Gordon if Gordon's cleared up by then. Um, I think we both have a player in mind that he's uh, he's picked in the past, yep. and uh, he may or may not have on another team. D- is this guy, does he happen to be the highest paid wide receiver in history? You know, he just so happens. Michael Thomas. Does does he have a cell phone uh, underneath mm, the goalpost? Michael Thomas? Yeah. Okay. All right. Nick Glass is on the board. MT. No one fucking knows what he's going to do. Literally here. no idea. He's a wild card. I've, I've, but he's a Packer fan. There's a good, uh, there's good wide receiver on the board there. So Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Homer the board. tendencies. And then here, here, this will be fun. In high school, this is for for the league. In high school, um, Nick Glass went to Badger High School, and they were the Badgers. He was a Badger Badger, and uh, I don't remember the name of the high school that Melvin Gordon went to, but in the playoffs, Nick's team had to play Melvin Gordon's team. And they were winning at halftime because Melvin Gordon did not touch the field in the first half. Correct. And then in the second half, Melvin Gordon played, and they demolished the Badger Badgers. And Nick Glass had to practice tackling him. So Nick knows firsthand how good Melvin Gordon can be. Yes. So, Melvin Gordon. MG3. Done. Back to the Kremko on the clock. So here... Uh, to give you guys a run through of the first round, because we, we we finished it up, we had Barkley go number one, Elliot, the White Thunder, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, DJ David Johnson, DJ, Lev Bell to to Ryan Benson, DeAndre Hopkins to to Kyle Wellman, James Conner to Alex, Nick Kremko uh, picked Michael Thomas, and Devonte Adams to Nick Glass, and then Melvin Gordon the third, the third on the swing around. So now we're into pick two two. With the Kremster. And he's got to go running back here. I don't see him not going running back. I don't see him back. doubling up on wide receiver. Nick, do it. I, I dare you. That would be awesome. I just don't think you have it. In, in a standard park. league, it's hard to come back from yeah. that. Nope. That's why Joe finished last like three times out of five. He did go wide he receiver, wide receiver. wide receiver a lot. Did not work The out running backs that are left on the board, the safety, but, but the capped ceiling of Joe Mixon versus the uncertainty but significantly higher ceiling of Todd Gurley. 
I think Gurley won him a championship. He also has him in Dynasty, so it would just create his Dynasty again with Michael Thomas and Todd Gurley. So, Todd Gurley. Yeah, it's TG. Is it TG2 or TG3? Todd Gurley the third? I think it's TG2. TG2. Moving on. Alex Petrowski back on. Now this. George Kittle. <laughs> this is this is where it gets a wild card. So, Nick Glass, since you don't know, Alex is by far, without a doubt, the most unpredictable drafter in fantasy football history. Um, he could honestly reach down to a seventh round ADP at this point. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possible outcomes. Here, here's here's one that is oh, a little I bit, a little bit stretched, but I could actually see it happening. Who are you thinking? I think he picked James Conner in the first one. Does he double up on the yeah, Steelers Juju. and get Juju? I, I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. We're gonna plug him in for Juju Smith see that. Schuster. He's gonna Juju on that beat. Moving on to Kyle Wellman. Kyle, in the first round, picked DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. So I have to imagine he's picking a running back, which is Joe Mixon. I am not a crook. On to Benson, who picked Le'Veon Bell in the first round. Benson's never been afraid to double up on running back either. But last year, he made fun of us for leaving talented wide receivers on the board with a second pick. So I think he goes... uh, I think he goes with the wide receiver. The question is, is it Julio? Is it Odell? Is it AB? Is it Tyreek? There's a lot of wide receivers on the board right now. But I think there's one clear cut. Uh, arguably the best and most talented wide receiver in the game. And uh, led, the year, led, led the league in yardage last year. Does it basically every year. Julio Jones off the board. Sure, sure. All right, moving on to Ryan Warson. I picked your first round pick. What what are your thoughts going heading into the second round? Um, well, you know me, I love uh, to stack up the running backs, but there's so much wide receiver talent on the board right here. I do not think I could pass that up. Um, what are my options? You have Tyreek Hill. You have Odell Beckham Jr. Technically, Travis Kelsey is a pass catcher. I think it was like the uh, ninth or sixth. He was a wide receiver like one playing tight end yeah. last year. Yep. A B is also here. And you probably won't steep any lower to the Mike Evans. How tier. wild is it that AB switches teams and instead of being a top five pick, he's still available for me at the fifth pick of the second round. It's crazy. But I'm not going to go him because I also don't trust it. Um, Odell's on a new team. That's some risk. I think I got to go Tyreek. He's uh, the only one to be on the same team that he was last year. This uh, I would like to clarify. This doesn't mean that we approve of any alleged actions that occurred allegedly allegedly all right moving on tyree hill is off the board we are on to pat proudy all right uh adp who's up um that'd be obj odell off the board and it is back to me the Waz. the first pick was cmc left on the board is travis kelsey if you get antonio brown right here that's it's the name. I get it. I'm chasing the name. But at the end of the second round, taking A-B. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, Travis Kelsey uh, at tight end. Running backs left on the board. Davin Cook, Nick Chubb, Antonio Brown, and uh, Mike Evans are the uh, other wide receivers. So, Also, Pat Mahomes is going here in ADP. Yeah, that, that, that'll be a question in our league is where Pat Mahomes goes. I, I doubt he, he will not fall through the third round. No. Uh, moving on to the second round, I'm not going to pick Patrick Mahomes, but 
I do like your AB. The talent is there. I think people are undervaluing Derek Carr because he did uh, do really. He was an MVP candidate two years ago, and then his offensive line went to crap. And so we're moving on. And AB, the best wide receiver in the game, is off the board. Baby Bird, this one is an automatic for me. I think I, I, he's in every mock draft that I've done with him. In every mock draft, he has taken this player and this player alone in the second round. I think I know the answer. And I when think you I know it. you want you want to go for it, Jarek McKinnon, <laughs> the dumpster fire himself. Not to talk bad about somebody's injury, we would never do that. Not on this podcast. But no, Baby Bird, when you got a small chub, small chubs got to stick together, and uh, and that means Nick Chubb is off the board with the ninth pick of the second round. On to Sam Richards. Oh, boy. So, on the board for Sam Richards, a lot of talent here. If at running back, you got Dalvin Cook, Damian Williams, Leonard Fournette. At wide receiver, I believe you have Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, Keenan Allen, and Travis Kelsey is still there on the board. Travis Kelsey. I got to imagine. always took Gronk. Travis Kelsey. And then he's got the back-to-back. Got the, yep, we're going three rounds. We uh, Just split decision. Yep. First, first podcast of the year. You guys have plenty of time to listen to it. It's going to be a little bit longer than... Plus, Ryan, Ryan's got a honeymoon, so we're going to be a little delayed with podcast number two. I, I do. In case you guys didn't know, I'm getting married on August 10th. So. Congrats, by the way. Yeah. I don't think I've said that. I'm sure you haven't. No. You're not a very congratulatory guy. Nope. Sam's second pick here, right here on the turn. So he's got Saquon Barkley and, and he's got Travis Kelsey. I think he uh, does. He double up on the running back, or does he grab a wide receiver right here? Um, so let's see. Um, this is also run, where last backs, year he took got, AJ Green. Yeah, running backs. You've got uh, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook's still there. Aaron Jones, it's Packer. Oh yeah, Packer. It's it's not too big of a reach. So Aaron Jones. Correct. When you're on the turn, back to Baby Bird. He's got Zeke and Chubb. He has been known to take three running backs. I really wouldn't put it past him to take three running backs here. Do you concur, Mr. Warson? Damian Williams. Damian Williams off the board. So now it gets to me, and I have Christian McCaffrey. You have Christian McCaffrey. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, and you have the next pick. Um, well, Davin Cook is still sitting out there, so I'll take him off the board just to I keep things going. Don't I, th- I don't think he'll fall that far, but probably not in, in the third round. Draft, that is a great third round pick. Pat next available. Is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. It's it same is name, same name. He probably wouldn't think twice about. I it. I actually wouldn't doubt that. So I'm up. Ryan's back on the board. Adam Thielen's sitting there. Uh, I took him last year. Mike Evans don't is still on the board. T. Uh, y. Hilton is still there. Nervous about Otherwise, it's Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I don't love that either. Um, Devonta Freeman. My Devonta pick. Freeman. Reach. Moving on to Benson. Now, Benson here has got the running back wide receiver. He's got another running back, Kinda. Leonard Fournette. He's got to. It's almost locked and Easy loaded. Pick. He's had Fournette in the past. He likes Fournette. He's a running back kind of guy. Kyle's on the clock. DeAndre Hopkins. He has Hopkins and Joe Mixon. Yep. Man, wow. Shit, I don't know. 
I really don't know because if he wants a running back right now, he's got to reach. Back. He's got to reach for a running back. But I think he just picks Mike Evans because he's still left up there and yeah. lawfully, lawfully ADP. And I mean, to be honest, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans as your two wide receivers with Joe Mixon as your RB one. It's not so, a bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. His next pick will be Tom Brady, and that's where he'll go wrong. But yeah, that'll good that'll first be rough. Three rounds for him. All right, Alex Petrowski. Oh, God. Um, I feel Henry? like he's not going to pick Derrick Henry. No. There's no way he does that. You're right. He'll definitely pick Derrick Henry. Um, I don't even know who's on the board. You got Len. No, you took. Somebody took Fournette. Ben, yeah, yeah. Ben so took Fournette. You got Keenan Allen, Zach Ertz, Amari Cooper, Jorge Kittle, Marlonius Mack. Carry on, my wayward son. Because right now he's doubled up on the Steelers, right? Derrick Henry, Stefan, he loves Stefan Diggs. Does he? He loves. Yes, he does. Okay, well, Stefan Diggs, it is. Stefan Diggs. And now Nick Kremko. Two picks left in the third round. Nick Kremko has Devontae Adams, and he has Todd Gurley. No, no, he's got Michael Thomas and and Todd. And uh, oh, I looked at the wrong one. Yep, he has Michael Thomas and who? Todd Gurley. Yeah. He's definitely going to go another running back, without a doubt. I bet he goes Marlon Mack or Carrion. Well, Homer, Carrion it is. I just, I don't know. Nick's not a homer in fantasy football. I feel like, if anything, he would be afraid to draft a Lion because he knows how bad the Lions are. So that's why. I, I, it's written down. It's it's inked in. We're putting it. I don't think Nick would actually take Carrion, though. be interesting to see how far... I Carry bet. on my wayward son, Lass. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and Nick Nick Lass to round out the third round. Dear God, I don't know much about him. Uh, Zach Ertz is looking pretty right there. Do because it. yeah, because he he's got the split at running back and wide receiver. So we'll 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 cap it at Ertz. All right, Nick Lass. It's going to be very interesting to figure out your drafting strategy if there is. even exists one. I'm going to try this. It's not going to go well for me. But I'm going to try to go through three rounds of people's teams. Sam has Barkley. And looks like... Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. And Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey. Baby Bird has Zeke. He has... Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb and... Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Andy, you have Christian McCaffrey... Antonio Brown and Delvin Cook. Yes. Pat has Elvin Super Camario. He has OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. and Patrick Mahomes. I have David Johnson. And I have Tyreek the Freak. And Devonta I have Freeman. Devonta Freeman. Benson has LeBron James. <laughs> oh, sorry, that's Love Bell. Um, he has Julio and Leonard Fournette, who Nick would call Larry Fournette. Um, Kyle has, where are we at? Kyle started off with, um, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. And then Kyle went down and got, do you see it? Kyle Woman got, um, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon. And then he got Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Alex Petrowski started off with James Conner and the Juju stack. The Juju stack and ended it up with Stefan Diggs. Stefan's Diggs. Nicholas, the president, Kremko. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. And then Todd Gurley, I believe, the second. Yes. 
And then tentative carry-on with the third. Tentative carry-on. And the glass man took DeAndre Hopkins, Melvin Gordon, the third, who's impossible to tackle in high school. And Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz. Man, some really good teams there. I really think Pat has the strongest one. Yeah, but let's see what happens in rounds four through, what is it, 16 in the actual draft? Right. All right, so to close out the show, since we have a new member of our team, we of our league, we wanted to uh, give you some advice. Pointers, one could say. Pointers, one could say. To start it out, Mr. Glass, welcome. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of your out of your fall to dedicate towards something that is totally valuable and should be prioritized over most, if not all, things you participate in and or uh, participate in this fall. To be honest, I, would, I zoned out. I didn't hear a word you said. I think I just doubled up. But I think it was the good word participate. Stuff. That's fine. So, did you read the first one, or did you just intro it? I did not read the first all one right, at read all. Read the first one. So the first one, Nick. As you may be able to tell by this this first podcast, uh, trash talk is not optional. It is expected. So to follow that up, we have had in the past, and I'm not gonna hit all of them. So I'm sorry if I leave you out, but we've had. Nick Kremko, wake up every hour on the hour to berate Benson with text messages for, I think it was, it wasn't the full week, but it was, he, it was he progressed week. it more as it got closer. And before the Thursday night game, it was every hour on the hour for 24 hours, which was impressive. Props We've to you, Mr. President. Baby Bird, make a YouTube video of Nick Kremko being garbage. Let's not forget Maddie Ice. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. You should go back and, and listen to that one. That was a good one. Nick, how does Matt Ryan scoring 40.2 points feel? Still hurts, probably. Still hurts. Anyways, to sum that up, Nick Glass, the trash talk has to has to come with your game. Yeah. You're probably going to catch more than you pitch. Once you start to figure out the league mates and... Uh, he knows pretty much everyone in the league. Well, That's really, their actually. fantasy football twerks and quirks and um and what they really uh are known for it'll come more natural but you are replacing joe jordan who was always the man of exceptional one-liners uh throughout the fantasy football group chat so we expect uh you to fill that void nicely moving on uh this one actually when andy and i talked about doing this segment the first thing that popped into both of our minds as advice to you is learn how to say no and what we're talking about is Alex's trade offers. They will come. They will come fast. They will come hot and heavy. A magnitude that is huge, huge. One might even say. One could even question if he has a day job. One could question that. All of them are garbage. Like the coffee filters he so co- he he I guess makes. Well, those end up in the garbage. Correct. Yeah. So just always say no to Alex. And then number three. Oh, uh, uh, your follow-up for that. Is, same goes on taking fantasy football advice from Alex. Right, right. Also say no to drugs. I mean, Alex's fantasy football advice. Right. Most of the time, actually, he will actually ask you for advice, yes, in which you should true. just give him the worst. The best you, advice. Give the him, best. Give him all your good advice. The best. That will help him finish worse than you. Number three, we touched on this uh, initially to start, but uh, Baby Bird has a yearly tradition now of 
picking up a free running back one. He's been in the league two years. His first year, he drafted uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Picked up. It was late. It was like the ninth round. Yep. And I was the ninth pick, and he was the tenth pick. And I thought about it with my pick before him. I said, eh, there's no way this kid that I don't really know knows about Kareem Hunt. And he took him in between my picks, which was painful. And then um, he also picked up Elvin Kamara off waivers. Off waivers. Because Alex dropped him. How'd that feel, Alex? And then last year, who was it? James Conner. James Conner. He also picked up Pat Mahomes off waivers. Off waivers, which was basically a free RB1. Yeah. So, needless to say, uh, get used to it. He won't win. He'll probably finish second if history tells us anything, but... How do you generally deal with it? Uh, typically in the past, it's it's kind of altered slightly year to year, but the stable every year take mild doses of physic to work on my bowels, and then along with copious amounts of alcohol at per 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 the standard. Number four is always expect the unexpected for the draft. Alex and Sam, you never know what's going to happen. ADP means nothing, and uh, homer picks happen frequently. Right, and especially you don't know how much people uh, research and really what they research. I honestly think that um, sometimes there are years where people will literally research like 2015's rankings and pick all old people just well, off Phil, the names. Philip Rivers is going first in all my mock drafts. Right. So you're not, you're not going to know what's going to happen. It's going to be a wild ride. 20 days from now, you're going to get done, and you're just going to be like, what the hell just happened? All right, what's know? next? So number uh, number five, this is a little personal advice, something that uh, over my five years of playing fantasy football, I've come to know. Uh, it's a surefire strategy, one that never fails. And that it's is the reason Baby Bird has finished second because he does the opposite of what you're about to tell us. Correct. Don't pick running backs, at least in the first couple rounds. The best values for your team, Nick Glass, are the kickers and defense. I tell you what, Kaimi Fairbairn last year to end the year scored like 22 points a game at kicker. The Chicago Bears basically single-handedly carried Baby Bird to the championship. Yeah, and you have you have back-to-back picks. You have 10 and 11. Kai Fairbairn, Chicago Bears D. They look real the good. Board. Real good right real there. Good. That's a good value. Great value right there. You love the best kicker besides Greg the Leg and the best and Nick defense. Folk. Well, Nick Folk's probably retired or more like cut. So, Number six. You have to... Learn to follow the ATC, which means Alex transaction count. The man has a gift for adding and dropping players at a rapid pace. They're generally irrelevant players for other irrelevant players, but every once in a while he start he drops a good running back for an irrelevant player, which makes us all question if he's actually playing fantasy football to win. Or if he's just playing to give us all headaches. I think last year the ATC was up to seventy. I think I think it was very close to a hundred, if not over a hundred. Okay, okay. It was seventy at like week seven, but Nicholas, we will give a ATC update yeah. at the start of every podcast for sure. Um, Want to round us out here? Yeah, unless we can think of any more as we go, but do not, under any circumstance, no matter what, no matter when, no matter who, no matter where. Ever, under any condition, in any way, in any shape, in any form, ever, even kind of, even sort of, even just a little, even just the tip, participate in collusion. This is uh, 
This is something we are very serious. We are not serious about a lot of things, if not anything uh, in this league, except... The Duchess. Yeah, I guess two things. That's a good call. Uh, collusion and the Duchess. So make sure you follow those 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 rules. I, I, I don't think of anything else coming to mind right now. Help, uh, help clarify what is collusion. So I don't know how many fantasy leagues you are a part of or have experienced Nick Glass. Assume uh, you have some sort of experience, but... This uh, this collusion that Ryan referred to is uh, certainly not limited to the following, but includes tanking. Uh, you trade away your top players or an attempt to split the pot with a winner. Give them your best players. Um, you drop key players or uh, players that seemingly have really good value to waivers. It's kind of like a that's why we question Alex a lot, a lot. Maybe too much. But in anything that, that is a deliberate attempt to either make another team better. Or ruin the integrity of the league. Correct. That don't would be a great way to say it. ruin the integrity of the league. Basically, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Also, one more piece of advice. Anything I offer you is gold, baby. If I convince you that Alan Hearns and Travis Benjamin for Antonio Brown is a great trade for your team, you just hit accept. You just hit accept and you watch me win a championship. Rest in peace, Charlie, Charlie Krieger. Krieger. To round this out, we uh, we want to give a special shout out to the to the myth now, Joe Jordan. We appreciated your, your four years in the league so far. I hope you listen to this podcast still. And uh, we hope the baby uh, goes well and everything goes smoothly. And... Uh, I hope that you are better at being a father than you were at fantasy football. Because, let's be honest, your 10th place finished three years out of the four that he... Three out of five. Three out of five. Three out of five. The first year he did not draft his own team. Is probably something that will not be topped. It's true. Um, Or Alex will top it. Hopefully. He deserves it at this point. Alex is a power bottom. Okay. Uh, that's all. That's all for tonight, folks. Everybody, wish take this moment to wish Ryan uh, best of luck on his new adventure being wedded. Yeah, I'm still about to fuck all y'all up in this fantasy football season. Don't be afraid. Hey, uh, Andy, when was your last championship? We'll see you guys next time. Okay, goodbye.